This week, I'll be taking Dr. Malcolm's teachings from Jurassic Park. It feels appropriate for this one. The producers were so preoccupied with whether or not they could make Jurassic World Dominion, they didn't stop to think if they should. The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here, this is the war room. Just a flesh wound. Axe on, Axe off. I know Kung Fu. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. here. Warrior. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Nice candy. Green, for lack of a better word, is good. Show me the money. I drink your milkshake. The snozberries taste like snozberries. How do you like them, Max? All right, all right, all right. These guys are 11. I'll be back. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. It wasn't the airplane. Beauty killed the beast. Welcome everybody to Pop Culture. I am Scott. I'm Jason. And I'm Monica. And this week we are talking about a new little film you might have heard of, Attack of the Giant Locusts. What? Oh no. Huh? Oh no. Sorry. <laughs> Talk about Jurassic World Dominion. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally over. The Jurassic era comes to a flaming conclusion. <laughs> era or <Yes>. error? <laughs> Both. <laughs> like watching a watching a bus full of children slam into a concrete bollard. It just I don't even know what to say. Do I care too much? Is that the problem? <laughs> I think what this shows is that some franchises just aren't meant to be and aren't meant to continue. Agreed. It's This is definitely <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Well, this has run its course. Let's just keep on going. God, it ran its course like four films ago. <laughs> That's right. That, that's the problem. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, it was interesting in that because they couldn't keep doing the same theme park, mm. oh, no, everything's escaping concept, mm. um, they had to bring in a whole new <laughs> element, which seemed way outside the whole Jurassic Park concept when you mentioned the locusts. Um, as soon as and, that happened, I was like, what am I watching? Yeah. So... Essentially, these locusts are genetically engineered to eat the crops of those who don't eat the don't sorry don't use the seed <laughs> of the crops seed of the crops of the people who genetically engineered the locusts who then so, seem pretty nonchalant about their yeah and I assume to control global markets, but he just didn't particularly seem interested in anything. <laughs> It's Dodson, everybody. It's Dodson. It's See, Dodson. nobody cares. It's back. Dodson. It's back. Different actor. I like yeah. Campbell Scott. Um, because the guy who originally played Dodson is in prison. Oh, that's why. For touch okay. children. That's a really uh, icky uh anyway. No, that's but cool. he's like the villain in the second book, right? Mm. But he looked like um <laughs> He, like, uh, I, how am I going to say this? He looked it, like Tim Cook. 
Yeah, or Steve Jobs, or like it was well, weird. It's yeah. like all these yeah. uh, bad guys now have to look like that and behave. They like look that. like Apple. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> with these fancy, sure. with these with these bracelets that open doors and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It just felt. It's so odd, right? Just. I can't. I this is why in one of the interviews, Sam Neill was like, "Trust me when I say Jurassic Park Three is much better than you remember." <laughs> Solid shade there, Sam Neill. <laughs> Which was, I think, yeah. that see, I have, I have a real soft spot for the second film, The Lost World. Which yeah, is a little bit still... of a stretch, but I quite like the you know the, the 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 people taking the dinosaurs off the island and the naturalists trying to thwart that plan. I'm okay with that. Three was very much like we don't know what to do. It's a roller coaster ride. Three hang hang glider accident. All it is. Sam yeah. Neil. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah. all right. Yeah, we just we needed a movie with dinosaurs in it, and this is how it's going to work. I don't mind Jurassic World. I don't mind the concept i don't mind the genetic fuck about that creates the super smart dinosaur kettle bent on revenge <laughs> the movie after that fallen kingdom pushing it but this yeah. this made that look brilliant <laughs> i think yeah well it makes uh jurassic park uh <laughs> even higher on its pedestal that's for sure yeah. you know, try to compare it it's um this notion to try and close stuff off and bring everything in i i, I don't think it was full fan service because i know that a lot of people would say hey let's put these easter eggs into it and make it connect back to the original film i think this is an attempt to really try and create some full story arc which just went totally awry it, it did. Like, you have two competing stories. On the one hand, you have um, Ellie Sattler recruiting, um, you know, Alan to go to um, Biosyn's Island because they have some information from Ian Malcolm to try and, you know, stop this locust ep epidemic, which is one type of disaster movie. Then on the other hand, you have um, Owen and Claire, you know, being the foster parents of Clone Wars Girl and, you know, she gets kidnapped because of her genetic DNA and then they somehow mishmash together and meet in the middle. It It's a complete mess and it makes you try to sort of concentrate and care about one story more than the other and, you know, they just can't compete with one another. It's like, you know, when mm. you see in the Jurassic World movies, you know, particular dinosaurs didn't live in the same eras as others and i'm feeling this is very much the same with our two separate kind of cast lists <laughs> they're from very different worlds yeah. and and as much as like um i appreciate jeff goldblum i it, it just any time that sam neill or laura dern went on screen i was like Ugh. is it just <laughs> All yeah. of it felt bad. Yeah, yeah and I mean, their their relationship in Jurassic Park was just so organic and it was just, you know, this perfect storm of them and then you have Ian Malcolm coming in to sort of like, you know, hit on Laura, Laura Dern's character, you know, be a chaotician and stuff. But now it's just mm. like... But it works. Buy... It works. It works with him as a as a garnish. You know what I mean. It, it does. And <laughs> I one of the things you that know... I don't 
think about a lot or, or I didn't think about until I saw this movie was that I don't think either Alan or Ellie would be friends with Ian. He doesn't seem like a cool dude to be around. He's a small doses kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 a he's a dick and like the book makes yeah. um quite a point of that that he's not, he's not a very likable person. Mm, but you know what? And he, he knows has... that. Yeah, but it's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, you're right. The two stories were, and and both went in wildly different directions to end up in the same place. From the uh, the the Mission Impossible uh, motorcycle <laughs> dinosaur chase in Malta. Oh, that was so dumb. To the 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 the, the espionage dressing up in <laughs> scientist Going. uniforms to sneak into the laboratory and yeah. it was just like what is going on in this movie and then you have the redemptive uh redemption of bd wong's character at the very end trying to make things right i'm like no he was and a I'm dick not, the entire time i'm not a i'm not a scientist i'm not a doctor right i i, I but I do not understand how the girl and the raptor were going to fix Loki. No matter what science fiction <laughs> bullshit you want to say to explain it, that was just dumb. Like, just dumb. I thought we were. I thought it was quite alright just to write out Clone Girl. We didn't really need to go on from from the last movie. No. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I wanted to like it because I like this franchise. I do. You don't get this, like like Jurassic Park set the world on fire. It's, you know, for me as a kid, when I saw that movie, this, this that changed my, it blew my mind. It was the first movie, I think, to totally floor me. Yeah, and everything it... I'd ever imagined because I was a dinosaur kid, I got to see dinosaurs for real. And you know what? It's always been an impressive movie, no matter how many times yeah. you see it. It has, you can, you know, there's so much repeatability when you watch it. There's other things you might not have quite noticed before in your previous viewing of Jurassic Park. It's one of those films that you can continuously go back to and always be amazed with. And unfortunately, this franchise, um, it, I can't say the same for these films. You know, I just want, I can't wait for it to be over with. <laughs> mm. I think a lot of that comes from the fact that the original two films, I guess you could say the second one's part of the original yeah. concept um, came from Crichton's pen. So, I mean, we're coming yeah. from a, an mm. author who's really thought about and researched what they've done to create these books mm. to a fanciful sort of pseudoscience uh, approach to filmmaking in, in terms of script writing, let alone uh, the actual mm. science within it. Uh, that I don't know what the technological point, other than the overt anti-genetic crop sort of thing that was going on, or monopolies. I, I mean, it was really unclear what the film was trying to actually say, to be honest. Whereas mm. you watch Jurassic mm. Park, it makes sense straight away of you know being careful of opening up the genie from the bottle and yeah, um, for, yeah. for the yeah for the for purpose of entertainment and yeah how it's all going to go horribly wrong. Yeah. Mm. I think this film was attempting to try and um, tell the story of, you know, um, 
there will be a time in which humans will no longer be at the very top of the food chain um, as expressed through the coexistence between dinosaurs and animals, but also the larger impact of climate change and catastrophic um, disaster events that could wipe out food sources. And what's going to happen with these two competing, I guess, um, predator type creatures, humans and dinosaurs, what's going to happen when all the food's gone? But it just didn't, yeah. it just yeah, didn't express also, that very well. But then it's also playing like that these locusts have been made to eat everyone else's corn, so Biosyn has the monopoly on everything. Yeah, exactly. It's also trying to, you know, give you a story about, you know, capitalist monsters. <laughs> yeah. But then, but he was just this flittering, fluttering weirdo. Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't seem particularly committed to his... No, Anything? he was. He just was sort of like flitting around between each sort of thing. Oh, I'm going to burn the locust. Oh, wait, no. Oh, damn it. No, I didn't mean to do that, guys. Like it's all right. I'll start again with my barasol can. I'll just, just, he, just, he just abandons it all and takes yeah. off. Also, how did he get the can from the first film? It got He's, buried under mud. Well, he obviously dug it up somewhere. It was muddy. Was there is the, the, the video <laughs> game that explains what happened to the can. Okay. I don't know if that's canon or not. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How do you find so the can? It's probably the biggest. Yeah. Exactly. Comb the island. Comb the island for this can. There's 15 species of dinosaur DNA in it. Oh, by the way, watch out for the actual dinosaurs that are on the island that killed everybody. Well, that island's been blown up as well. So. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point you make there. Um, look, the effects were cool. I, for one, was glad to see puppets again. Always happy. That was nice. Puppets. The 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 giant Gignotosaurus was cool. I don't know yeah. why he felt the need to have the T Rex recreate the Jurassic Park logo partway through the film. Yeah, that was, was a bit yeah, awesome. That was weird. <laughs> and then the boss um, fight at the end, I didn't really. It well, they've much. done it. They've already done it before. They did it in Jurassic World, and it was like, oh, this is cool. And now it was like, oh, I've seen this before. And then you have this random Edward Scissorhands dinosaur, you know. <laughs> Those things are terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> they are a real dinosaur, and they look like a nightmare. Well, guess what? It's extinct. <laughs> <laughs> Take <With> that. <laughs> stabby, stabby hands. Uh, it's a Freddy Krugosaurus. I like. <laughs> I liked the the dinosaur black market stuff. I thought that was pretty fun. I would have loved to have seen a much more serious film about that. That would have been cool. That's where I thought it was kind of going to go. Like, like at the end of the last movie, like Russian mobsters bought an Ankylosaurus, and what, what's going to happen? This is going to be wacky. <laughs> what? <Whoa. laughs> uh. My dinosaur yeah. break bank. Oh. <laughs> my my dinosaur walk into Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> they cut that scene now. It's, it's insensitive. Yes. <laughs> well, it's one of those cases where they go, we've got all the cast back. Let's try and fit it all in. Squash it in. Hammer the lid down on it and hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's... Given it all she's got. <laughs> watch watch Sam Neil's soul slowly die throughout the course of the film. Hey, hey, he he accepted the money, all right. <laughs> he did. He said yes. 
<sighs> They're of course going to make more. Oh, please don't. Why? I thought this was supposed to round it off. Mm. Mate, have you have you looked at Big W's toy catalogue? <laughs> no. There's Purposely. now a baby raptor to try there's, and compete with Grogu over at Disney. <laughs> there's two pages of goddamn Jurassic toys. Oh, God. I already have the baby raptor. It's behind me. Well, I hope they don't. I hope they don't either. You can't stop the machine. <laughs> Nothing can stop the machine. Mm. I yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm sad. Thanks. Well, for I guess it's. A... Oh, <laughs> I was going to say. I guess you know it. It ended on a very very low low, which maybe just like Jaws, it will stop there. Or you think this is the revenge? I think it's very close. Not as bad as a revenge, but it's Jurassic like, World: yeah. The Revenge. revenge. <laughs> this time it's to, personal. To, <laughs> to, Tyrannosaurus Rex versus Jaws. <laughs> In the next movie, they'll have a megalodon. You watch. Oh God! <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this episode of Pop Culture. I've been Scott. I'm still Jason. And I'm still Monica. And before long, they were cloning DNA. Pop Culture is produced by and recorded by Jason, Eddie, Monica Porto, and Scott Sauter. The song for this week's episode was Jurassic Park by Weird Al Yankovic. If you're enjoying the podcast, please, I invite you to jump on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, or, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you could follow us on social media, we're available at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash popculturepod, on Twitter at popcultureau, or on Instagram, and we are on YouTube. Thanks, guys, and we will catch you next time on Pop Culture. Dinosaurs are running wild. Someone shut the fence off in the rain. I admit it's kind of eerie, but this proves my chaos theory. And I don't think I'll be coming back again. Oh, no. attraction cause getting disemboweled always makes me kind of mad a huge tyrannosaurus ate our lawyer well I suppose that proves they're really not all bad Jurassic Park is frightening in the dark All the dinosaurs are running wild Someone let T-Rex out of his pen I'm afraid those things will harm me Cause they sure don't act like Barney And they think that I'm their dinner, not their friend Hold on
dinosaurs are 